Welcome back to Bible Braced. This is our verse-by-verse study through the Gospel of John. We are on Lesson 21, which is exciting. If you've been following along and you've done our Intro to Bible Study and then have done Lessons 1 through 20, you are up to date and ready to go ahead with this lesson. If not, go ahead and follow the links in our study notes or scroll up and down on your app. Go find the precursors to this, and then you'll be able to catch up and come along with us as we go through God's word together. So for those that have been following along, we are now in John 3, and we wrapped up the conversation Jesus had with Nicodemus last time we were together. So we are up through verse 21 of chapter 3 in the book of John. And so Just to kind of recap, remind ourselves a little bit about what's taken place. Jesus has called the first handful of disciples. We've got who we believe to be John as the second disciple who was with John the Baptist that followed Jesus. We've got Andrew and his brother, Simon or Peter. We've got Philip and Nathaniel. They went with Jesus to the wedding in Cana um, where Jesus's family, at least his mother, but apparently his brothers also were a part of that. And uh, they went together afterwards back to the Sea of Galilee. I want to say, what town did they go to? Let me see here. He went to Capernaum with his family and his disciples, his mother, his brothers. And then they stayed there a few days. And then Jesus and his disciples came down to Jerusalem. The text says up to Jerusalem because of the geographical difference between those regions. But he went south to Jerusalem and he ended up cleansing the temple during his time in Jerusalem for the Passover. And the account in John 2 talked about how Jesus was creating quite a stir in the local populace and that people were talking about the signs he did. So apparently there were things happening that were not recorded. And John the Apostle actually says at the end of the Gospel of John that if everything Jesus had done had been recorded, yeah, verse 25 of John 21 says, now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. And that's really neat to hear that at the end of the gospel that we're studying right now. So anyway, so Jesus is doing a lot in Jerusalem during Passover, apparently, because the people are talking about him and there's excitement. And then we see Nicodemus comes to him at night to ask some questions of him. And he says that they're, they know he's a teacher's sent from God or has come from God because no one can do these signs unless, you know, God is with him essentially. So Jesus has a really interesting conversation with Nicodemus. So that brings us up to today and where we're at coming into verse 22. And so let's get right back into the word together. So verse 22 says, after these things, Jesus and his disciples, so after all the events we've already outlined, and his disciples came into Judean territory And there he spent time with them and was baptizing. That's interesting. So let's go ahead and go back to our map at the back of our study Bible, Palestine and the time of Jesus. And you can Google this if you don't have access to one yourself. And we see Jerusalem is pretty far down south. It's right around the beginning, like the top of the Dead Sea. Go to your left, you'll find Jerusalem there. And um, this is where Jesus and his disciples were for Passover. And then it says they go into Judea. 
and verse 22 into the Judean territory. And so that means they're most likely going further south. This is the area that John the Baptist was baptizing and where Jesus himself was baptized, where he called apparently his disciples from what we can see from the beginning of John. And so he's kind of returning to that after they went up north and to Galilee to go to the wedding and to spend time with Jesus' family. And then they came back down for the Passover and now they're going even further south to uh, into the Judean territory. And Jesus is actually baptizing now. And it's very interesting to me that Jesus himself was baptizing people. I, I feel like I've heard other parts in scripture that talk about Jesus not being the one that was baptizing, but his disciples were. Um, let's see if there is a footnote on this and if we can learn more. Let's see here. Um, 322 says, baptize, oh, went to the Judean countryside. Let's read that first. While the previous episode with Nicodemus took place in Jerusalem, which is part of Judea, the phrase here means that Jesus went out into the rural areas of that region. Okay, cool. And the baptizing, it says chapter four, verse two specifically says that Jesus did not personally baptize, but that his disciples carried on this work. Okay. I thought I'd read that before. So that is not surprising because if you think about it, if the early church had a hard time with Paul versus Apollos, you may remember that, um, where they started to have these little camps of like, I'm of Paul, I'm of Apollos. Can you imagine if some of the early church had actually been personally baptized by Jesus? <laughs> I mean, Jesus knows how we are. He knows man. He knows we don't need help putting on airs and raising ourselves above others. And so that's probably a big reason why he did not baptize anybody himself. Let's go ahead and go to chapter four, verse two, real quick, and just read that together. Chapter four, verse two, we'll come to this eventually, but maybe even this week, but um, it says, let's read verse one. Now, when Jesus knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John. Okay. So apparently this causes quite a ruckus than being down here baptizing. Uh, verse two says, although Jesus himself was not baptizing, but his disciples and then verse three says he left, leaves Judea. So interesting. So now we kind of know how the season of him baptizing ends. Let's go back to the beginning of it in chapter three, verse 22. So it says, after these things, Jesus and his disciples came into Judean territory and there he spent time with them and was baptizing. It says, verse 23, now John was also baptizing at Anon near Salem because water was plentiful there. And they were coming and they were and were being baptized for John had not yet been thrown into prison. So Anna near Salem. Let's go to our study Bible and see if they make mention of this region. I would think they probably don't. This sounds like it's a small little area, but who knows? Maybe we'll see it. Oh, interesting. So my study Bible has... Annan and Salem listed as being pretty far north of the area I was looking at. It's on the other side of Samaria, like upwards of Samaria. It's still near the Jordan River, which we know he was baptizing in the Jordan. That is really interesting. So here, John the Baptist, Salem, and Annan. Now, John was also baptizing at Annan near Salem because water was plentiful there and they were coming to be baptized. Interesting. I can this be the same region though? On the one hand, it makes more sense if John the Baptist was there because then when Jesus came down from Galilee 
And then he went back up to Galilee and then he came to Jerusalem for Passover. Then he came back. It's just a little bit less distance for all that back and forth. But at the same time, it's in Samaria, which I feel like everything I know of this area tells me that Samaria is not where faithful Jews would be hanging out. Um, let's see if Pastor John has anything to say about this in his study Bible. All right. Verse 23 of chapter three, Anna near Salem. The exact location of this reference is disputed. The phrase may refer to either Salem near Shechem or Salem that is six miles south of Beth Shean. Both are in the region of Samaria. Oh, Anan is a transliterated Hebrew word meaning springs, and both of these possible sites have plenty of water. Interesting. So the question is, is this where John was baptizing the whole time? Which I don't know that we know the answer for that. Let me go back to the passages referencing John the Baptist at the beginning of the Gospel of John and see if there are any footnotes on this. Hmm, this is so interesting. So verse 28 of chapter 1 talks about these things took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. And I assumed that this was the Bethany where Mary and Martha and Lazarus are from, which is down by Jerusalem. That combined with references to the Judean wilderness made me think that John the Baptist was baptizing south of Jerusalem in that region of Judea, right? But then the footnote on this in the MacArthur Study Bible says, some translations render this word as Beth Bethabara. Some feel that John incorrectly identified Bethany as the place of these events. Um, I don't think that he would incorrectly identify them. He was there, you silly gooses. The solution is that two Bethanies existed. One would be near Jerusalem, where Mary, Martha, and Lazarus lived, right? And one across the Jordan, which is how this one's referred to, near the region of Galilee. Since John took great pains to identify the other Bethany's close proximity to Jerusalem, he most likely was referring here to that other town with the same name. That is very interesting. So in 11.1, John 11.1, the Bethany where Mary, Martha, and Lazarus live, and we know that's the one that's near Jerusalem. Let's just go to John 11.1 really quick and see here. Some of you might be like, why are we spending this much time on where this is taking place. Everybody has different priorities and goals when it comes to Bible study. Um, so if this isn't a helpful thing for you, um, feel free to skip it, <laughs> you know, fast forward the lesson or whatever. I personally like to just follow up on things that are interesting to me when I'm studying God's word, because that just makes my time in the word more engaging. It makes me read it like I would anything else. You know, I I really like historical fiction. I like historical books in general. I like biographies. And whenever I read about somebody, I like to figure out what was happening culturally and politically and in that area of the world, et cetera, to see what influenced this person in their life. And so it's just a way that I like to study things. It's not the only way to study things. And so it's a, I hope it's like a blessing to you because if you came to scripture study thinking of it as being really dry and dusty and something that you just kind of have to slog through, then you aren't going to really prioritize your time in the word. You're not going to look forward to it. You're not going to sacrifice for it. 
Um, and you're not going to get as much out of it, frankly, like you enjoy it. <laughs> and right now I really want to know where this happened. <laughs> and so we're going to find out. <laughs> and I, I don't think it's time ill spent because understanding the movements of Jesus on a map, you know, it's helping this part of his life come alive more. It's helping us understand what it means when they would go from one region to another and how much time it took, et cetera. And um, it also tells us a little bit about the kind of people that were probably coming and all these different things. So I think it's time well spent. And I like to to follow rabbit trails as long as we don't get carried away and get too far outside of the scope of what we're studying. So John 11, and we're going to John 11, 1 says, now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. So this verse doesn't say it's near Jerusalem. But I know later in the gospel when Jesus is staying with them, it does mention that the town where they're at is near Jerusalem. Yeah, it's somewhere in John 12 when Lazarus has died. I'm trying to find it here. Not in 12 where Lazarus has died because he dies earlier than that. When did you die, Lazarus? Here we go. 11. Yeah, here we go. So verse 18 of John 11 says, Bethany was near Jerusalem about two miles off. And many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So the Bethany that Mary, Larry, Larry, <laughs> the Bethany that Lazarus, Mary and Martha all um, live in is the one near Jerusalem. So that one is very distinctly different, potentially from this one where John the Baptist is baptizing. And, you know, this does put things in a slightly different light from what we've been studying so far. It doesn't change the significance of Jesus going to visit John the Baptist and being baptized by him because this would still have been a good, let's see here, using our official finger measurement, Nazareth to this area would still have been a good two-day trip. Yeah, so it it was not, it still was not an easy job for Jesus to get to John the Baptist. It still required great intentionality. And the religious leaders that were coming to quiz John the Baptist, if they went originally to the Salem and Anon area, and if this really was up in Samaria, then that would have been a longer trip for them to leave Jerusalem to go all the way up to him. So, and you know, there is the possibility too, which I think is probably more likely that John the Baptist started down by the Dead Sea in the Judean wilderness and ended up up north in the Samaria area off the Jordan River because there was more water there for baptizing, the, the Bible tells us. So, oh, we're out of time. I'm just rambling on forever. Um, <laughs> anyway, all this to say, I think that regardless of where these events took place, it could be John the Baptist was in one area and went somewhere else later. It could be he was always baptizing in this region. But, you know, it's just interesting to think about these things and to consider the people that were coming and sacrificing to come out to a wilderness area to be baptized. And so, yeah, very interesting. We'll be back in Lesson 22.